And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. If you're listening live on blogtalkradio.com, you can always go sign in with your free account. Go to blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan and join us in the chat room over there. Leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. Or if you're watching via YouTube, you can go to the, uh, just leave chats there just as long as you're signed in, I suppose. You can leave your comments there as well as calling in. If you're listening after the live broadcast, you can leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc. Over at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. Um, Last week, we were not on the air because of the horrible power grid that we have in New Orleans. And we don't know what happened, except for the fact that we did hear a transformer get blown. I don't know if it was Megatron or Optimus Prime, but either of the two, who knows? Maybe it was Bumblebee. Um, lucky guys, I suppose. I don't know if it was if it was Optimus Prime. Maybe it was Alita One. Um, anyway, um, so the power did not go back on till about 11:30. I was off for about from about 6:30 to 11:30. It took forever for any truck to show up and four trucks show, showed up and they were able to fix the problem fortunately and uh we did not have to replace more food or much more much food uh we, we threw some things out to be safe but we were we, we generally it was fine you know it's fine and but it was far too late for me to do a podcast at that point i was not feeling it so and i figured i don't know if anybody would have been listening at uh, 11 o'clock, midnight, or whatever. So I decided to just take a break last week. Uh, this week, um, between some stressful stuff last week that was going on with work, uh, work's fine. It's just I had a lot of urgent stuff that needed to get completed, uh, and some of the stuff was not as documented as I thought it might have been from the previous person, who is a wonderful person, um, but we just, I guess, missed a couple of things, or I missed a couple of things. Uh, and then we got it fixed, and it was good, and it was fine, too. So there's that. Um, but it just working on all of that stuff has not given me uh, the, uh, some might say, the spoons to be able to put into um, putting together a podcast and such. So, um, But I still wanted to come live, and we can do open lines and talk about anything that anybody wants to talk about. Uh, we can... Uh, you know, we're waiting on our uh, usual cast of characters to, to show up and, and, and bring some stuff to talk about. I have some stuff I want to talk about, uh, but I don't want to do it without anybody enjoying it in the chat. So we will hold off on that. Um, of course, we have the, uh, the debt ceiling gets shattered tomorrow. Of course, when you fail to uh, pay or failed to approve the raising of the debt ceiling, uh, which I don't even know why we need a debt ceiling. Uh, the Constitution pretty much is clear that you can't question the debts of the United States of America, so why do we have a debt ceiling? You know, if we're just going to keep having to go through this charade all the time. And we waived the requirement, I think, to follow the debt ceiling under Trump like three times. And the Democrats went along with it, which is one of the things that's just so frustrating about politics these days is you wind up having uh, the Democrats 
being responsible, doing what needs to be done, regardless of whether or not it helps a sitting Republican president. But then the Republicans come along when they're no longer in power or they, they no longer hold the presidency or when they have any ability to do any obstruction whatsoever, they're going to do it because to them, to the Republican Party, party is more important than country. And they are, they campaigned on country first under McCain, I believe it was. That, that, was, a full of, that was full of crap. And that was back when McCain was president. That, that was back when during that campaign, you still had the potential belief that maybe Republicans would do okay things if and cooperate until they showed their hand before the inauguration of Barack Obama you had a meeting of Republicans who basically were like, no, we're going to just don't, don't do anything that Obama wants to do. We're going to block everything that we can under the sun. We're not going to cooperate. We're not going to do what's best for the nation. We're going to do what's best for the party. And that right there was the end of whatever politics we had previously. I mean, after 9-11, can you imagine after 9-11, if 9-11, if another 9-11 were to happen, I mean, we have lots of 9-11's worth of deaths from COVID. But if there was an attack that took place on this country in the next month, let's just say, I hope it doesn't, but let's say it did. If there was an attack that took place on this country and Biden tried to rally everybody together to work together, the Republican Party would probably obstruct. I mean, the Republican Party has obstructed the investigation of the attack on the Capitol well, because it's their, it's their voters that were attacking the Capitol and they don't want to piss off. They can't afford to piss off any of their voters. They can't. They lose anybody. They're done. They're not going to win. They need everybody. They need all hands on deck, even with their attempts at gerrymandering and their attempts at screwing over black voters and you know the continued gop coup or if you're watching on youtube after liberal after the episode you should go check out if you haven't done so already i have a four video series on the gop coup i do plan on making at least two more uh, and that'll be happening i guess at some point i don't know when um if you were to support the liberal dan radio podcast by becoming a liberal dan radio patreon I might be willing to put a little more time towards it as well, because I'll know that this is what y'all want to see. So there's that. Maybe I could even, you know, offer to sponsor up a series or something like that. I don't know. Maybe sponsor up uh, something like, you know, hey, you want to sponsor the GOP coup series? You know, you could do that if, if you want to see that produced. Or maybe I can have y'all. But one of the things that, you know, I said, if, if you go to the kind of the executive producer, like the $10 a month level, I do basically say y'all will get a say in what I work on, be it, you know, topics I want to, topics you might want me to cover um, or like, you know, a, a, a listener topic of the week or something like that, that could be done. Or if y'all want me, I'll, I'll say, hey, I'm going to work on these video ideas. What would you like to see first? And I'll give that answer, give that uh, to you. That you answered as well. That's at patreon.liberaldan.com or patreon.com slash liberaldan. Either way, we'll get you there. So there's that. We do have a, a concurrent viewer. So say hey if you haven't let, you, let yourself be known. Uh, we definitely want, you know, we're doing open phones tonight. Just want to know what, what you want to talk about, what issues are uh, 
tackling it with you, but this whole thing with uh, see what Lee and Romney. What what does this article say about the whole uh, the debt? Republicans even Mitt Romney will crash the economy just to make Democrats look bad. Mike Lee also opposes raising the debt limit. Uh, this is the Salt Lake Tribune. The threat of a federal government shutdown might be as soon as this week, and it, and if it does so, we'll default on our debts by mid-October. Um, it's a ridiculous game of political chicken being played in the halls of Congress. This is not responsible go- governing. This is a political death cult. So yeah, there's that. Um, that's pretty much obvious. Uh, Kristen Cinema facing growing revolt from her former supporters. Uh, this is less about the debt ceiling, though, and more about other things at cinema and mansion. Because one of the things, I was watching some MS, MSNBC last night, and there was some interesting comments that were made, which that, you know, say what you like about Joe Manchin. He at least says, look, this is my problem with the bill. This is my problem with the $3 trillion bill. I have problems X, Y, and Z, and I don't know how we're paying for it, and this is what I'd like to see done. So he's at least out there saying, look, this is my problems. Let's have a talk. And at the end of the day, you know, maybe that number might come down a little bit. Of course, then you have Bernie Sanders on the other side of the other side of the not aisle, but the other side of the caucus, if you will, uh, saying that, you know, he does that, that three trillion is a compromise that he wanted more. But if you wanted more, you started you start out, you should have started it at like five trillion, six trillion if you really if, if you wanted a $3 trillion to be the compromise, you don't start the bill at $3 trillion. That's, the That's one of the problems and one of the things I've been saying about Democrats forever is they suck at compromising. Even Barack Obama, you know, the only reason we got the Affordable Care Act through is because we got that 60th vote in the, in the Senate to be able to overcome a filibuster attempt. And even that was on shaky grounds, you know, because we lost Kennedy. So then, then you had to do the, the the fixed bill, which was able to do be done via budget reconciliation. But you don't start where you want to end up. You start way back, and th- then you end up, you know, someplace that's tolerable. You know, you, you go way further to the left if you, if you want to end up something that's more towards the center. You don't start off at the center and then and then compromise your way to center right, because that doesn't help people as it should you start and there's something to be said about if you if you start off too far to the left then it becomes a non-starter nobody wants to have a negotiation with you to begin with because then they hurt themselves politically even playing around with the idea that you're going to have a negotiation i don't know i don't know where where the right line was but i knew it was probably a little bit more to the left than when they started i don't think i've drunk out of this cup in a while during a podcast but you know hey um and of course my non-political what day is it shirt what what decided to be different this week not wear the voltron shirt i do watch the voltron shirt so just 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 so you know i haven't hasn't been watched yet that's why it's not being worn today it's another reason why it's not being worn today it's in the walsh shorts getting ready to go into walsh so see christian cinema is the center of it all some arizona's which she did it wasn't a centrist center is key to President Biden's agenda. Her positions have angered Democrats back home. Like, she has a majority of Arizonans, not just Democrats, a majority of Arizonans want this infrastructure bill. They want it passed, and she won't pass it because she's ridiculous. But again, unlike Manchin, 
who will be clear and be like, I don't like this. I don't like this. Let's negotiate here. Let's do this. Let's talk about it. Cinema's, you don't know. She's just kind of like, I'm going to use my power and not get things done. That's, to me, if you're the 50th vote or the 49th and 50th vote, as Cinema and Mansion are, you're the 50th vote. Use that, use that position to, and use that power to get things for your state. Get your things that you want to accomplish done. Don't use your power to not get things done. I mean, the Republicans don't, because then you're a then you're a Republican. So, I, I don't know, I don't know what to say about about cinema other than you know, hey, would I rather a Republican? Obviously not. I'm glad cinema was able to win, but I'm not glad with what she's doing with with her power that she now has as a senator with a 50-50 Senate. I mean, yeah, you cannot blame any one senator for trying to use their position when we have a, the slimmest of slim majorities. Cannot name, cannot blame any one of them for using their position as the potential 50th vote to get something else done. You can't blame them for that. It's, it's, it, nobody is going to go to Congress and vote on bills altruistically until we change the system in and of itself, until we stop electing politicians and start electing like regular good old people. Hey, there's Demodox at the supermarket, bad reception. I'll connect when I get outside. Awesome. Good to hear that, A, that Demodox is with us, but that Demodox is also, you know, not getting good reception, which is boo, boo on bad reception. Um, that sounds like my house. I have horrible reception at my house. Used to be, back in the day, I had Sprint, and there was like two locations in my house, like right here and the middle of my couch downstairs where I could get a bar and maybe make a phone call from it. And I called. I called them, and I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't, can't get a signal at all. And then a friend of mine who I worked with was like, I got a tower for my house. They gave them him this wire, this little tower that plugs into your internet, and it would basically act as a mini cell tower. I mean, it uses your internet data, which stinks, but it made the house get better signal. So I called up and I asked for it, and they're like, "Well, your 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 payment history doesn't justify that." And I'm like, "What? My payment history? What are you talking about? How how can how can my payment history not be okay? Because my payment history." I've never made a late payment at all, ever. So what's the deal? And I, I said, can I speak to a manager? I pulled the manager card. I was like, I would like to speak to somebody who could explain to me why my payment history is not good enough. Because I wasn't, now, now see, what I figured it was, and I wasn't going to just let them off the table and let them off the hook with it, was that I didn't have enough money. Like I wasn't paying enough money every month to justify a little mini tower. So... I went ahead and said, all right, but, but get, let me explain this to me. And so then he came back and he was like, we're going to go ahead and send you the tower. I thought, at which point it was fine. But then Sprint just overall sucks in general. And I switched over to Google Fi, but Google Fi is Sprint and T-Mobile. And every time I tried to go, every time I tried to switch me from T-Mobile to Sprint when I was doing ride sharing, it, it, I would never get ride requests. So I had to keep manually changing my phone to T-Mobile 
but if I was using Google Fi but always having to switch to T-Mobile, well, guess what? Just get T-Mobile. So I got T-Mobile, uh, but I got T-Mobile through some reseller, and then I almost lost my phone number because the reseller was trying was you know got out of the business of reselling T-Mobile, and they gave us really bad information on how to transfer that information. I think the last day we got it switched over to AT&T. And AT&T has been my uh, whatever since. But there are a lot of people who stayed during Ida who had problems with AT&T. I also have problems with AT&T because I have AT&T, um, well, what is now called DirecTV Now or DirecTV Stream, whatever. whatever it's called. They, they've changed the names on it 17 different times. A little overboard, but, you know, you, you understand. So I signed up for this what it was AT&T now or whatever it was back then or AT&T go, or I don't know, whatever it was called. And it was, I had a grandfathered rate, grandfathered, grandfathered. What does grandfathered mean to you? To me, if I have a grandfathered rate, it means I'm paying that rate forever. That's my rate forever. Nope. That's not what happened. They kept increasing my rates and increasing my rates and increasing my rates. And now I'm at like at 60, 65 or $69 a month for this package. I'd probably get Hulu for cheaper at this point. Then I'd probably switch to Hulu, and then Hulu would give me the whatever. So uh, I'm almost to the point now where I, I'm, I'm almost not saving money over cable. Because so that was the point, was I, I, I dropped cable, got this package, so I could be able to you know, have this place. So I basically was a paid beta tester for these people. And then as, as they decided to move forward and do something else with it, and, uh, you know, they, they ripped me off of my grandfather status. But even then, I'm still an AT&T cell phone provider, customer. And I keep wanting AT&T Fiber to come in the neighborhood because that's the only two options in the area is to either get Cox Communications or AT&T Fiber. And Cox Communications sucks. So because Cox Communications sucks, the only option would be Fiber. But they don't have AT&T Fiber in my neighborhood because Algiers is the red-headed stepchild of the New Orleans metropolitan area. We get things last. Although Algiers Point is a little less stepchildy, I should suppose. Um, although I don't know. Some people talk about red-headed stepchildren. Sometimes I feel like my step-siblings are treated better than me. But that's a whole different other story for a whole different other time. Anyway, let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. Come back. Take your calls. Maybe Demodox will be out of the store by then. If you want to call, it's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out Budgeteers.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do, but Budgeteers is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out Budgeteers.com or go to YouTube.com slash Budgeteers and help make your trip the best it can be. 
BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say, sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family, because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Deminox, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2, where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat and find me on Twitter by the handle xdeminox. Letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming to you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation. You need to join us in the chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan, over in the chat room on the YouTube channel, or and, uh, you can call at 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. Um, you have uh, Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett delivering a speech at a... Uh, at the McConnell Center in Louisville, Kentucky, said that her goal today was to convince you that this court is not compromised of a bunch of partisan hacks. Excuse me. I just sneezed there for a second. My bad. Um, Of course, it was just days after uh, Amy Coney Barrett joined the 5-4 majority upholding the Texas law seeking to overturn Roe v. Wade by empowering citizens to sue anyone who assisted abortion after six weeks of pregnancy, even if that abortion uh, or the pregnancy was a result of rape or incest. Uh, so much for you not being a political hack. You clearly were put on the Supreme Court to help overturn Roe v. Wade, and you're doing your job as they would want you to. Now, of course, there is another opportunity now once, because I think they wanted to block it ahead of time for being enforced. Uh, so now that there is somebody who did perform an abortion uh, in violation of the law that was written, the heartbeat law, uh, now is opening the door for a lawsuit to take place. And I think the lawsuit is coming from somebody who is 
pro-choice. I think they, I don't know if they watch, listen to the Liberal Day and Radio podcast or if they read my Facebook page because they seem to say that their intent, if they were able to get to $10,000, would be to give the money to the person who got the abortion. Unfortunately, I don't think you have the third part of my plan, uh, but it, it was somebody who who was not necessarily opposed to abortion who was pushing this lawsuit to happen. I guess that if, if there are lawsuits going to happen, it, it, I'd rather, ha- rather it go to people who are pro-choice than pro-life, but the law shouldn't exist to begin with. It's terrible. And there was actually a conservative on some radio show I was listening to. I think it was John Mason's show over here in WGSO. Um, quick plug for him if you wish to listen. Uh, I don't agree with him with a lot on a lot of stuff, but you know, I call in from time to time. Um, and he was making the point that you know if they're doing this with abortions, it just opens the door for liberals to do this with guns, and they can say, okay, you sold a gun illegally. I'm gonna I'm gonna report you, and I'm gonna try get you fined ten thousand dollars to try and shut down gun shops, to try and do an end around around the Second Amendment, which you know. It, it, the Democrats need to learn how to play dirty, and because I'm not I, I'm not a fan of playing dirty by myself, like as starting. But if if they're going to insist on putting everything down in the mud, you best believe we need to go down in the mud too and fight it on their level. We can't just always say, well, we have the high ground, and therefore, and, and think we just win because we have the moral. We feel ourselves morally superior to them who are going down into the dirt because they get down in the dirt and then they get all the other people riled up down in the dirt and then they overcome and then they win, win elections and take back houses and stuff like that. He is back on the show that is called the Burroughs and the radio. And Demodox is back in the chat and Sadie Sins says hi to hello Sadie Sins. Thank you all for joining us. I hope you were able to get some delicious yum-yums at the grocery store. Um, so uh, one thing, I, I have, I'm have i tempted to make a parody, another a parody, you say. That that would never happen. You would never make a parody, not, not liberal Dan. Um, but apparently, look, there's this new book coming out next week, um, and it's pertaining to the life, during the Trump presidency, um, Stephanie Grisham, who is, I guess, for a short term, his press secretary and Melania's chief of staff, has written a tell-all book about life in the White House during the Trump presidency, and had a lot of things to say, which the Donald Trump camp, Donald Trump camp, has said, no, that's not true, but you know, you'd like to believe that it's true. Apparently, uh, Melania was trying to make Trump jealous by dancing with an attractive guard at one of the events uh, as payback or retribution to the Donald for having an affair with Stormy Daniels. Um, You have whatchamacallit, you have uh, apparently Donald Trump was very mad at her wearing the do any of us care or whatever jacket that she wore. Um, But apparently, and here's the kicker, Here's the thing that is tempting the parody. It's that supposedly whenever they wanted to calm the Donald down, 
they would play show tunes for him, specifically Cats. And I'm like, did they play Cats because they heard that he liked to grab him by the, mm, you know, I don't know. know. Maybe he thought the song was Mammaries instead of Memories. I don't know. But speaking of memories, like you can just imagine like midnight, not a sound from the pavement. Has the moon lost her memory? She is smiling alone. Or, you know, having him do, you know, singing it, just regular lyrics or touch me, grab them right by the pussy, all alone with Melania, staring straight in the sun. You know, remember, because he stared right into the eclipse. You know, like a moron, but I don't know if I have the if I, if I have the desire to to do the Trump parody because my voice I always I've always said my imitation of Donald Trump is terrible, and then I was like, well, most imitations of Donald Trump are terrible except for J. L. Coven, who does an amazing one. Maybe I should write the lyrics and get him to sing it, uh, and to be like, hey, will you sing this and just let me play it on my podcast and you can monetize it all you want. Just let me play it on my podcast as writer of, of this song. Um, we'll see. We'll see if, if that gets done. I'd have to write the full parody or maybe I write a little bit of the parody first and see what he does. I see if he was, if he's game for it, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, Donald Trump listens to memories or memories. I'm sorry. All alone in the moonlight. I can dream of the old days. Life was beautiful then. I remember the time I knew what happiness was in the White House with Melania. <laughs> you just ruined the song for me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Demonox. I did not mean to ruin memories for you. Um, I could uh, always go back to singing. We'll fight back on the show. Go back to that one. I might have ruined that song for other people, too, because people who might not like my voice, although we know that y'all are fans of it. So, yay. So, Demonox and Sadie Sins, are there... I'm really not prepared to do a full-on... Clearly, we're not doing a three-hour show. A three-hour show. Um... <laughs> My new job has now heard that song. Awesome. And the more people that hear will fight back, the better. Uh, but no, I haven't been planning, you know, any sort of stuff. Although, obviously, when I heard the fact that Donald Trump likes to hear show tunes, uh, and especially memories or memories, sorry, um, not sorry. Um, yeah, I, that was definitely something that was going to be uh, – picked on you know he's not gonna like Hamilton because you know I don't like what Lin-Manuel Miranda did with the history of this country there were no mention of any airports in Hamilton and I think that's fake news because we all knew that there were airports and ramparts that they fought over in Yorktown it was the Yorktown International Airport that they fought over. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. <laughs> yeah. There were airports there. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. There were airports and they fought over them. 
And they fought over the ramparts, too. And the airports. And they grabbed him right by the hoo-ha. They grabbed the British right by the hoo-ha. So, let's see. Well, I just found some. Oh, uh, Cleet Keller, Olympic swimming star, pleads guilty in capital riot case. Hardy har har. Hilarious. So, well, no, no, no. But it wasn't planned. It wasn't. You know, I love the people who, about the insurrection, uh, say, oh, it wasn't planned. We didn't plan this. It was just, just, it's spontaneous. It just happened. That's why people showed up with MAGA Civil War shirts. That just spontaneously grew on their chest. They didn't bring them with them. They didn't have those shirts made for the day, anticipating some sort of civil war. They just, you know, spontaneously appeared on their bodies. Because that makes sense. Spontaneous treason, yes. Spontaneous treason, everybody, is still treason. If you spontaneously commit acts of sedition, and terrorism and insurrection against your country, you still did it. Now, if there was the problem is if there was if it wasn't planned before, then you don't get the whole conspiracy charges from the people who did plan it. But I mean, you do have Donald Trump saying I remember him saying this. And I don't even remember him saying I don't it's not that I remember it's not that I remember him having been reported saying this after it happened. No. I remember him saying this specifically. I remember, I think I remember reading it on Twitter specifically before it happened, that he said that it was going to be wild. What the events, he was calling for people to come out. He was saying it was going to be wild. He then told the people to go march on the Capitol and get Mike Pence to go, you know, whatever. You can't arrest me for robbing the bank because I didn't plan on robbing the bank. I wanted to show my support for the teller who shifted that. Absolutely. That's perfect sense. These people make perfect sense. Let's see. Uh, Keller was widely recognized in photos and videos taken inside Capitol Rotunda January 6th, partially because of his six foot six inch height. Uh, I think he was also wearing his Olympic jacket to the event. Now, he might not have been a smart one, but I love how, you know, talking to interactions a second, I love how they're like, well, the cops let us in. You know, there were cops that opened the gate and let us in, so therefore it's okay. Well, first of all, just if a cop said, if a cop gave you drugs, like let's say a cop made a drug bust and got a whole bunch of weed and more than enough weed that he would need to get a felony conviction on said weed or coke or whatever you wanted, whatever he found. So he takes, so he leaves enough with the evidence to get a charge. That's going to be like a felony, big for his name, big big case. Then he keeps the rest. Then he goes up to you and he says, you, I got all these drugs. I can't sell them, but you can. So go ahead and sell these drugs and, and, you, can ha- and you can have a cut. Or I'll give you these drugs for really, really cheap, and then you can go sell them for whatever you want and make a bunch of money. But I'll make some money too because I'm selling it to you for wholesale. Is, would it would an excuse at that point be, uh, yes, Your Honor, I did sell the drugs, but the police officer gave them to me, so I thought it was okay. No, that's stupid. That's absolutely stupid. 
you're, you're just because the cop t- allows you to do something that's criminal, it doesn't make it any less criminal. Like just because now, just because the cops were giving Kyle Rittenhouse water in Wisconsin, that doesn't mean that what he did was in, was in support of the law. Now, one, if I was making the argument. For Rittenhouse's attorneys, I might very well say, well, the cops, there was a curfew, but the cops never asked them to leave. Instead, they gave them snacks. Maybe I would, might be able to make an argument that if I'm Rittenhouse and I'm 17 and a cop is saying, hey, have some water, that that my presence there might not be considered illegal to him because the cops are allowing me to do it. But that's Rittenhouse. That's a kid. That's not a bunch of grown idiots storming the Capitol, shouting, hang Mike Pence, climbing through broken windows and shut doors and getting shot and laid on your back like terrorist Barbie did. It was, I wish I, I should have, I should have gotten the audio where I pissed Jeff off <laughs> by calling her terrorist Barbie. He was so mad because they, they so want to be, you know, look back the blue, unless the blue kills a white woman, then don't back the blue. However that works. Back the blue when they're punishing anybody but us. But once they're getting, once they start punishing us, we don't back the blue anymore. That's 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 the Republican mantra. So yeah, that's fun. All right, let's see. It's about eight thirty-seven ish my time. Let's go ahead and take the second commercial break. Come back, take your calls as well. Uh, leave in the chat anything, any any topic you might want to talk about. It's fair game today. Nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. That's nine one four eight. 03-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk to the left. That's right. Greetings. This is Nimbus Josh, host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? <laughs> well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life, talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen, and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts You'll ever hear, and no one else will. <laughs> Catch you on the tune. Do you want to set money aside for a rainy day? Do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month? What if I told you that you can get both and have a chance to win $10 million? Yada is an FDIC-insured bank, and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com, open an account, and make your first deposit you will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawing. You will also get entries each week you have a balance. So go to yada.liberaldan.com. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan.com. This is Amber Petrovich, a.k.a. Just Capital, talking investing and finance in the Just Capital Minute. Finn refined the brokerage Robinhood, a record $70 million for, among other things, lapses in customer service. This brings up an important issue. Which brokerage should you use and how do you choose one? There are several things to think about when you're choosing or switching to a brokerage. The first one is fractional share trading. 
Some brokerages that offer fractional or partial shares are Schwab, Robinhood, Fidelity, and Interactive Brokers. The second thing to consider is what the brokerage's interest rate is for trading on margin, i.e. borrowing from your broker. The higher your account balance, the lower interest rate you will typically pay to trade with margin. The average rate is about 5%. The third thing to consider is research. How much market information, including news, technical, and fundamental data, do you want? Do you want interactivity in your charts? Do you want a social experience? Then Webull may be the one for you. This has been the Just Capital Minute. Build wealth and fight the wealth gap. And welcome back to Little Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. And Devin Ox is driving through the mountains. And with reception getting spotty, if he drops off, then that might be why he does. Please drive safely. And because, you know, got to take care of yourself and Sadie's Sins. Uh, big shouts out again to the first ever Little Dan Radio Patreon patron, uh, Devin Ox. And also shouts out to Cesar. And your boy, Chris, who also do support the Liberal Dan Radio podcast every month, you can do so too. Uh, Patreon.liberaldan.com or patreon.com slash liberaldan. Either way gets you there, and you can support the show in many different ways. All of them are spelled out there. Uh, Also, shout out to my little brother, the host of the most Nimbus Yosh with the Percy podcast. Uh, You can always listen to the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast. Go to at the Percy podcast on Twitter. Uh, or at Nimbus Yosh on Twitter, and you can find all of his good stuff there as well. Um, and of course, Demonox has the world according to Knox. You can find his previous podcast out there on, well, on Google Podcasts or whatever, I guess, podcasting platform you want to use. Um, so if somebody, uh, somebody posted on Twitter while during the, they, uh, sorry, during the commercial break, I just read about this thing. Oh, no, that's not what I was reading. That's not the thing at all. Uh, are you for ma- vaccine and mask mandates? And I'm like, yes. And story. There you go. Hold on. Why you am know, I for them? Science. Yes, that, that's why I'm for them. So, you know, it's been two weeks. Weird dog down here in Liberal Dance Top Proceeding. We got some steals on Harley Davidson's today. Turns out holding Sturgis wasn't that bright of an idea. But while festival goers pass away, we're passing on the savings to you. All our Harleys come freshly sanitized for your riding comfort. And while supplies last, we're throwing in some antibacterial gel and a 12-pack of two-ply, just in case the stores run out again. So come on down to Liberal Dance Top Proceeding and get you a hog today. Liberal Dance Top City is a fictional establishment, and we don't know what the death toll of Sturgis will be. You know, it's called science.